the more I had the evidence and the more I had the class behind me, I was like working through it and I was like, cool, I got this. And so I just kept like progressing and just stacking all that confidence behind me. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Reagan, and you've discovered Unicorns Unite. This is a podcast for freelancers, service providers, virtual assistants, and curious listeners who would like to experience the freedom and flexibility of working virtually. We're the magic makers, movers and shakers, and the real people doing the work behind the scenes of online businesses. Welcome to Unicorns Unite. Hey, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Emily Reagan. I'm so glad you're here. I'm a fellow freelancer. I've been doing it since I was, um, let's see, 20-something. I am now 40-something. I am an OG. I took my first freelance client when I had my son and realized I couldn't start over with a new media market. I was in PR, and I wanted something that moved with me. As a military spouse, we were moving all the time, and I just love freelancing, and I love telling men, women, go-getters, everybody about this freelance side hustle opportunity. And it sounds so gimmicky and MLM-ish sometimes, but really it is about being an independent contractor, having a digital service you provide, and it's nothing like that. It's just sometimes business owners aren't ready for a full-time employee and they need someone to do a job for them. And you can offer your service and help them. It can be anything from admin to something creative or our guest today who does audio editing and podcast management. It can be anything, really. I had a job years ago where I did this just transcribing before we had all the transcribing software that we have today. So I'm really excited about our guest today, Andrea Jurea Pettingill. She is in my Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School and recently graduated over to our work group. And I love her story, and I think you're going to see so much of yourself in her. She is a business owner, and I've had quite a few women in my program coming from the corporate world or coming from owning their own brick-and-mortar business or service-based business. Andrea is a nail tech, and she has her own podcast, and she's really good at what she does. She just wanted some flexibility to work from home and not have to go into the studio. So we have a really interesting conversation today about pricing and the confidence and ability to charge what you're worth. Drea knows the fee she charges for doing nails. She's really good at it. She's in demand. And so very quickly, she realized her digital marketing freelance work needed to be at the same rate. And it's really fun to hear how she increased her prices, what she said to clients, and really how this DMA business has really blessed her life. I love her transparency, her honesty. She has so much good energy. I loved every time she showed up to our Q&As inside the program because she always brings it. She's eager to learn. Just some really good tips for those of you who are starting new, who might be scared to take action, who want to be open-minded about this freelance business, this is the episode for you. So let's jump in. Hey, welcome to the show, Drea. I'm so excited you're here to share your story about how you got started a freelance. Tell everyone hello, where you're from, and a little bit about you. Thank you so much for having me on here. I'm so excited. <laughs> excited and nervous. I am from Brigham City, Utah, it's kind of northern part of Utah. I have two kids, a husband. Our anniversary is today. Oh, we're the best husband. 
we've been married 16 years um, Congratulations. We have two kids, and um i know i was like so i'm gonna go do this podcast interview no he was awesome he's got the kids so Good. been married 16 years two kids two little girls they're five and three i just love them so much fun <laughs> Oh my gosh. And so tell me, you are one of my students in my Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School. So we first met online in the DMs and tell everyone what you're doing because I love your background story and how you are a business owner. Yes. So I was owning a couple businesses actually a little bit before I found you. I manifested you in my life. I was like, Oh, I need this so much right now. So I owned a salon. Um, I've been doing nails for 16 years and um, had a salon, a nail salon for four years. I owned a meditation studio right next door to it. I was doing all these things, busy, 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 kind of scaled back and um, wanted to be home with my kids because, you know, they're young and it's so fun and it's getting to like, like school's coming up now and it's like going to be like running around and doing the drop-offs. Oh my gosh. So I'm like, okay, I need to kind of shift and adjust. So scaled back, got this studio really like seven minutes from my house. I'm doing nails here, but still, you know, I'm away from my family and my kids. And I was like, I need to work from home. And I have all these skills from running my businesses, but I wasn't sure what to do. I wasn't sure what to do. I heard about assisting just in networking groups that I've been in and masterminds that I've been in. It was never like on my radar. <laughs> and it's funny because like, I was like, why didn't I think of this before? <laughs> but I actually found you from your podcast and I put virtual assisting into the podcast search. I don't think anybody uses it as a search tool. I don't know. Like YouTube's more of a search tool, but I was like searching in podcasts for some reason and yours came up and I was like in love. And it's so like surreal to be on the podcast. <laughs> Do you remember which episode you landed on? Because it's so fascinating to me how the SEO works. Do you remember? I don't know. Okay. Just, okay. There's so many. There's such good content yeah. on all of them. And I think you made a post asking about like which podcasts you loved. And I was like, I can't pick. I love them all. And I learned from all of them. They're so fun. Good. You have such okay. awesome people that you, you know, are attracted to you. And it's so fun to just like, yeah. Oh my gosh, you make me feel so good because it's always been my mission just to introduce people to other people. I mean, as a military spouse and and child you grow so much and you can learn so much quicker if you just ask somebody. And so it's been so fun to bring people back into my group to teach what they know. And as you know, sometimes those people turn around and hire or they refer. And so it's been great for building my network, but you can learn so much. And so I love to have different niches on the show and people have landed in funny little services. Like I never would have thought, like we just had Brittany on the show and she was a massage therapist, business owner who fell in love with SEO article writing and case study writing. I'm like, what a fun niche. So thank you for bringing that up. I'm like, not trying to cheat my own horn here, but I want to talk about you because you obviously have this entrepreneurial spirit. You have a nail tech business. You had a meditation studio. Has that always been a part of who you are? I think because I, I mean, I was 20 when I started, I actually got my cosmetology license and started doing hair and just from that, that young age, I started um, having to figure out my own business. I have some crazy stories about working in different salons and how you work with women and there's drama. Like there's so many things happened in my career that I just had to figure it out myself. I had to just like teach myself online and like work through different problems I was having. And, and I just had to put myself into that world of entrepreneur and like figure things out. So 
Um, I just kept diving into it and eventually became an educator in the industry. But I got into it. I got educating people and I was like, well, how do I teach people within nails? So I've actually apprenticed people from nothing to doing nails and getting their certificate and all of that. And then doing my salon. So it just kind of kept building and building. And I always thought that that was the pinnacle of like having my salon and like, that was what I wanted to do. And then it's funny how life just changes, you know, seasons change here. And, and I'm like, why isn't this filling me? Like I thought it, I thought this was like the thing for me. And, you know, it was just things take different routes and it's meant to be and I'm like, I am so in love with my life right now. Like everything is so fun. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I can relate to that so much. I always thought maybe something was wrong with me. Like I get in jobs. I do really well. I do the challenge. I figure it out. And then I get bored. And I just was like, there's something wrong with me. I know I have a good work ethic and I don't ever slack, but internally I just want something more. And so that's why I do love this space because you can keep learning. And as you learn, you build up your toolbox, you can start charging more, you can find yourself in random different niches and services. So it's interesting that even with your own business, you felt that too. I mean, you have a podcast. Tell everyone about your podcast. Oh, so there's not that many episodes, but it does really well because it's so niched. So I have a podcast called Nail Tech Entrepreneur. And I just, whenever I'm inspired, like I've done it from my car, like I just riff on like what I think other nail techs need to hear that has helped me in my business. And I've interviewed people, mostly I've interviewed people and things that I think would be fun. And it's just fun. Yeah. But like you were saying before about how there's so many things with digital marketing you can do. Oh my goodness. When I took your course, I, it blew my mind because I had this vision of like what being an assistant meant. And I was like totally blown out of the water (laughs) because I have no idea. And it's true. Like you can keep going for eternity. Like there's so many more things you can add to your stack of, of just knowledge. What blew your mind the most from UDMA school? (sighs) All of the different things. I think I didn't understand email the most, like email blew my mind. I thought it was just a different way of text messaging your clients. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. sending a group, whatever. So everyone has this information in this one email. I was like, wait, wait, marketing? Wait, like the algorithm of the way email works and whether it gets in your inbox and actually works or like, I was like kind of blown away by that. So there's so many parts to that, that I keep going back and rewatching some of the course material so that I can like get it figured out in my brain. And that's been really fun like lately this week because I have a lot of digital marketing clients that are working on their email, building that right now. So I'm like, okay, Emily taught me this, Emily taught me this. So that's been cool for me. Affiliate marketing like is still a mystery to me. And I'm like, I love all the stuff in the course and I keep diving back into that too. So there's just more and more and more. And I'm like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Like, is there like a next level from Emily? <laughs> like what's next? Cause there are just so many more things. Well, the good news is you're in the work group after taking the course. Like we keep like our relationship going and you're now in the work group. And now we have even more advanced trainings and we just released like the live webinar support training. And so it does keep going. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of my favorite things was like being in the community. I'm like, oh my gosh, I get to be in the work group. And I'm like, yeah, oh, this group is fun. And the, the people in there are awesome and so helpful. And I feel like, oh, I ask questions that I, I feel like a newbie, but 
They're so helpful. Yeah. I really had this vision of, you know, women, men, go-getters, anyone, you know, non-binary, binary, like just helping each other and being supportive because it does not need to be this competitive, oversaturated market. Like I know other VA groups where people are afraid to share anything because they feel like someone's going to steal their job. So that is not the program and the community I'm trying to build. So I'm glad you, you see that and you're taking advantage of it. Okay. When we first met, it was in the DMs. I can't really remember how that started, but you already had clients. Tell me about that. Like you just started offering your services. This was before you took my course. Tell me how you did that transition. <laughs> okay. I think this is so important for people to, to do. And I want to say it comes from me being in masterminds, being in business networking groups and stuff because I was already, I knew so many business owners that needed this so bad. And as I started just listening to the podcast, really, I started going, I know how to do that. Other people want that. So I just put it out there. In fact, I was manifesting it more than anything. My first client, she put it out there on her Facebook. I kind of am thinking sort of maybe kind of about getting a VA. What do you guys think? Who do you know? And I put myself on her. I was like, Hey, I'm going to send you a message. And I sent her DM and I was like, um, I'm kind of sort of kind of thinking about offering this. Do you want to explore with me and just like play? I'm all about just like, it's fun. Let's, let's try it out. And so I knew her from a business mastermind and I just jumped in that way. I was like, let's see what you need help with. And let's see if I can help you. That is so crazy. And you're not the only business owner I've had in this program who owned a business, did the in-person brick and mortar thing, and then needed to transition to something that had a little bit more flexibility and freedom. And that's why I love your story so much. And you just jumped in. Like you knew you had skills from where you've gotten today that you could figure it out. And I can't stress this enough to my audience. Yeah. And I remember now what I sent you in the DMs because I was like, so I owned a meditation studio, right? And we had a big Facebook group, but I just always, every time we were building it and working on it, I just felt we weren't optimizing it, you know, as best we could. So I was so excited that you have um, your Facebook manager course, like your little beginner's course thing. It's not as much as it's in the other course, but I was like, okay, Emily, <laughs> I'm going to see if she writes me back. And you were so sweet. So I just was like, I'm going to write her because you know, I was like, start short. And I was just asking you, should I start with that? And like, what should I do? Cause I really, I've done this before and I think I was good at it, you know, but, but then you were telling me how your course was coming available and you were so excited about that and that I would be really good at it. And I was telling you that I was starting out and I was charging like this embarrassing amount of money with my first client. I'm like, I'm going for it, Emily, I'm going to do it. And you're like, go for it. But I think you, you just, yeah, you need to start and just like, even if it's an embarrassingly small hourly rate. Oh my gosh. I mean, I've said this on the podcast. I started at $10 an hour. This was 2000. Oh my gosh. I don't want to even tell you. I think 2013. I didn't know. I didn't know any better. I mean, I had a retainer client that I was charging things, but when it came to this marketing work, I didn't know. And at the time I was just happy to get started, but let's talk about raising your rates. Cause that was one of the first things I said to you. I mean, and you weren't even a student in my program, like girl, you got to get above $20 an hour and you almost need to prove the model, you know, and I get it. And I think it's a rite of passage and then we need to increase. So what did you do to increase your prices? Okay. It's so funny because I started with this girl. You're going to kill me. She was like, 
okay, let's work together. And I was like, okay, hey, how, like, what should we do for value exchange? Cause that's the way I talk. And she was like, how would you feel about $12 an hour? So I let her set my price. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, hey, cool. Let's go. Cause I was just excited. I just wanted to just go. Um, and that's my thing. I'm like about all about the imperfect immediate action. Let's go. So yeah, I was yeah. started working with her for a little bit. I started figuring out, I I'm really into podcast assisting. So I started editing for her, but then I started upgrading my workflow and I got another client, which was one of her friends. We were both in the same mastermind. So I made that connection myself. She didn't connect me, but anyways, it's all about the connections. It is. So with her, I started her out at 15 because you taught us just keep raising your rates. Each client you get, right? <laughs> she doesn't know I started at 12. She knew I was working with the other girl though. And she saw my work anyway. So I started uh, working with her and then I started to feel, this is my advice for like raising your rates. You know, like you get that unequal value exchange feeling of like, oh, I'm doing this, but I'm feeling just a little resentment going on. So let's check in, let's go internal and figure out what's going on here. So then I went to the first client and I asked her, so I have more clients now. I'm getting, you know, used to how this is working. My rates are going to go up to 15. Like it wasn't a huge jump, but yeah. I had to ask her, you know, make sure we were clear, adjust our contract and move forward. Well, I knew from doing nails that my time, I know it's totally different, but I knew my time was worth $50 an hour because that's what I charge for doing nails, um, you know, give or take wow. nail art or whatever. And yeah. so I knew I was taking that away from my family if I wasn't truly valuing that in me. And the more I had the evidence and the more I had that, the class behind me, I was like working through it and I was like, cool, I got this check complete on that, like Kajabi. <laughs> I, I got to the next step. And so I just kept like progressing and just stacking all that confidence behind me. I'm like, okay, I was able to jump to, this is the funny thing that happened. I knew in person that I was super good with strategy. So right for my third client, I go to talk to her and I was like, we're going to sit down. We're going to have this strategy session. And I went to her house and I sat down with her. We had this awesome session. You know, I told her beforehand, it's going to be $30 an hour. Cause I just knew that I needed to get closer to that value exchange for my internal worth. After that strategy session, she kind of assumed that my hourly was the same. Cause I never said anything different. <laughs> it's such a wimp. I could just be like, this is my rate. This is my thing. But now I know better. Now I can. But that's how it happened. Like I just had to let it all kind of happen and flow with it. And so she just assumed that that 30, I was going to go back down to like 20 or something. But by then the course was completed or coming close to completion. Yeah. And I was feeling that different, you know, like ready to be at 30 anyways. So that's kind of how it happened. I love this so much. And all of us have a number. We have that number. We can do the math to figure out that number. You literally had it in your face because you could go do X, Y, Z and make this much. So that's like a fast way to get up there. And I know you're inching to that now. What is your hourly rate now? Like, if yeah, I know. Got a new so, kind of funny story with my second client, I raised her from 15, but my rate right now is still 30. Okay. Um, I have four clients right now that are at 30, which is exciting. <laughs> so the funny story that I was going to say with my client, my second client that I had gotten, that I still do her podcast, I was like, that was hard. Cause I was like, I'm going to double my rate on you. That was hard. <laughs> yeah. Like I know we're 15 an hour. I have this super open way of communicating with people. I'm just like, this is where I'm at with my new clients that I am 
working with now, my schedule's getting tighter. I need to make sure my time is valued. So I know you understand this. She actually is a money expert, which I love working with people that are like, anyways, I'm like, I'll yeah. listen to her podcast and edit it all day long. So she knows she gets it, but the knowing your worth. So I was like, so this is where I'm at. I'm going to have to do $30 an hour. So sit on that and like, let me know how that sinks in. And here's the important part. You have to be okay with no and yes. Like you need to be in this neutral space of this is who I am. And that like kind of communicates and pushes out that positive energy of like, I really truly know my value when they feel you be like, it's okay if you leave. And I did this with nail clients too. I would say, I'm raising my rates for nails or whatever. I have three other options of amazing nail techs that are in our area that I think you do great with. So I like to give people options instead of a dead end brick wall of like, hey, I'm raising my rates and you're screwed because (laughs) your podcast has to come out next week and now you don't know what to do because you can't afford me. No, I hate that. You know, so I worked with her for a week of like just understanding, you know, the next couple episodes are going to be on the same rate and I want you to feel into it and it's okay if you can't, because I like have people that I know through Emily that I could like hook you up with if it doesn't work out, if if you want to explore the things. She came back to you and she said, yeah, so happy ending (laughs) (laughs) for like 24 hours. And she, and she said, yes, I want to keep working with you. This is amazing. And you're so right because there are so much work out there. Like when you are charging one client less, like you do start to present them and you start doing their work less and it's not fair to them, right? Ultimately it's not. And you know, from being in the work group in the school, we have tons of jobs. Like that is not an issue. And adding the fact that you have some technical skills now, you can edit podcasts you know, your rates are going up, like, you know, it's coming again. And if your clients truly value you and love what you're doing for their business, like they'll do what they can to keep you, or they'll find ways to offload some of those tasks that maybe a new person can start with. Right. Yes. So important. And I just remember something I did with my second client that I just raised my rates on that I was just talking about. So she had me start out doing some video editing because she's a baby business owner and wasn't sure how she wanted the podcast to run. But now we just put the audiogram on YouTube. But anyways, she had me start and I was doing like that $15 an hour work doing video editing because I was so excited about it. So I will tell you, like, this is my advice, even with nails when I coach other things, like do above and beyond so that like, it really hurts when you have to like shift. Like I always give them more than what they're paying for. No matter freaking what, like I will always offer more than what they're paying for. So I was busting my butt doing video editing. Like nobody charges $15 an hour for video editing. I'm sorry. And it took that. I did, I did 18 hours that week of like trying to figure this out for her and making it beautiful. And it was awesome. We did some really cool episodes for her and I figured out, Oh, this is a lot of work. And I'm not like, I'm worth more than this. So I had to feel that, that, that energy. I had to feel that. Okay. Let's just take a moment here. It's impossible to get referrals without putting yourself out there all the time. It's really difficult to have a community when you're doing the work by yourself. It's also hard to stay up to date when you're just one person and digital marketing trends, platforms, technology, and strategies change all of the time. And it's no fun having to do lead generation for your business when you'd rather be doing billable hours. So I have a solution for you. Come join my digital marketing work group. 
It's a tight community of freelancers, virtual assistants, digital marketing specialists who are all up-leveling in their skills, getting advanced trainings, applying for my job ops, and becoming digital marketing specialists and managers and strategists. This is an online referral community for both skilled and up-and-coming digital marketing service pros and virtual assistants. We've shared over 800 jobs with our community. We'd love to have you too. If you need client work, if you need a squad behind you, if you need help raising your prices, promoting yourself to the next level, this is the place to be. You can apply for the work group with the link in the show notes. We'd love to have you. Back to the show. Well, did the course back you? Did the course give you confidence to be able to do this? And how did that play a part of this transformation with your pricing? Yeah. Some of the fun things in your course are the people you brought on as bonuses to help us like with some of the mindset work, you had some awesome people come on. Some of the people that have done the course before that are in it again, really helped me with confidence of like what it's like to actually work and and do the work themselves. Um, Yeah. Like it's just so fun. Oh, good. I love to hear that because that's such a big part of it is um, sometimes you have to take a course to know that you can do what you say. And for me, I told this story before, I had been doing a lot of Pinterest clients and my clients sponsored me through a Pinterest course. And I was all excited about it. It was a couple hundred dollars, which was huge for me. And I was a stay-at-home mom and only making a couple hundred a month at that time. So I go through this Pinterest course and Drea, it was awful. I knew everything. I knew everything (laughs) in the course. And I look back at that and I'm like, wow, that was the kick in the butt I needed to know I was good at what I do. And I did not need to charge $10 anymore. I'm not saying like all courses are like that. I think I just got unlucky. I think I'm really good at, you know, back then I, you know, kind of figured a lot out on my own, but I'm, I tend to do that thing too, where I undersell myself, over deliver, undersell. And I'm not saying everyone needs to rush out and buy a course just for confidence, but like, that's a huge piece of this transformation. And, and our digital marketing assistants, I tell you, I coach you, do not charge less than 25 an hour. And then you start getting into copywriting, video editing, that should be $50 an hour. You start getting into web design, you start niching down, and then pretty soon you're out of the hourly rates entirely, but you do have to get started that beginning that you and I both had. <laughs> yes. I love that because so first in your course, I did not feel like I knew everything. I'm like, oh my gosh, what it did for me was it showed me the next step. Like I had a mentor tell me once when you have a goal and you're at A and you want to go to B, what will help you get through it is knowing the C. So then you're just going through it anyways. So you had awesome bonuses for graphic design, but it's not like a core graphic design course. Right. And so I already came in kind of knowing some of that stuff, some of Canva stuff. And that's kind of what I started out doing the most for my clients. And then video editing, like that's not in your course, but yeah. having your course and knowing the seat and like strategizing with my clients of like, okay, we're going to set all this up so that you can have an opt-in so that you can have, you know, a email marketing plan so that you can, and I would like talk strategy with them and they'd be like, wow, you know what I did? <laughs> and you called me on this. My fourth client, I think it was, I was like, Emily, this is what I did because you offered me my one-on-one session. And this is what I did for him. And I built him this whole like thing. And then in the module, you were saying, don't do something you're not asked to do because you're not going to get paid for it. Right. And he didn't pay me for it. And it was this huge strategy plan. Like I built this beautiful slide deck thing and I showed it to him and he loved it. 
but I did not regret it. You know, it was the wrong thing to do because I didn't get paid for it. Cause I kind of assumed like, maybe he'll kind of like, let me anyways, but he didn't, you know? So I didn't get paid for the work that I did, but I did in this other way. So here we are. <laughs> he saw that and he even said to his friend and they told me she is hungry. She wants this. So I'm going to work with her. And that's what they told me they, they said. And I was like, yes, like I was just putting that extra value in and just like, you know, I oh want it. I'm and the same I have way. All this strategy, like stuff yeah. going on, like, and I just went for it. <laughs> I love that. And you had the right mindset for it because I think you needed to go through this proposal process and this strategy process to prove you can do it again. And sometimes yes. they talk about, we eat that cost a little bit of learning, of doing. Gosh, I even did that this week. I had a VIP day with a client and her sales page and it went over. I didn't get to finish. And it wasn't something that I, I learned my lesson the hard way. I'm over delivering. I'm getting it done. I'm going to eat a few hours, but guess what? Now I'm smarter. Now I know. Now I know this tech stack, like it will pay off for me a hundred percent. It is way better that I go do a better job and finish it than hurt my reputation and be like, all done, time's up, you know? Yeah. So you kind of have to have that mentality. And I think that's why we stand out collectively as unicorns, because there are not enough people like you and me who have the work ethic. I talk to online business owners all of the time who are so frustrated in their team because they're clocking and clocking out doing the bare minimum. And us... We might be starting at assistant level, but like we're both moving up, you know, we're moving on up and we're going to be charging higher rates, different types of projects and services down the road. So I'm so glad you get it. And that's why I wanted you on the show just to, to showcase this and how eager you were, how it wasn't this perfect process, but you were learning every step of the way and aware and growing from it. And I'm just so so proud of you because I can I can still remember DMing you and I'm like, oh girl, raise your rates. <laughs> I want to say thank you for DMing me back and like that you take the time. That's another thing in the in the course. We would have these awesome Q and A's, and that was just my favorite because we could learn from each other and watch real time what people were going through. Yeah, and I will tell you, like when I showed you some copy that I wrote, and you wrote in the comment like you are a good copywriter. That blew my mind to hear that from you. And I was like, I've been writing show notes for clients for the same rate. And because you always tell us that copywriting is like a higher ticket, like service. Yeah. And so here I am over here raising my internal value because my community that I'm in of being in this course is holding me up and being like, you're worth more. Like you did this awesome copywriting. Like you, yeah. I mean, it is just such an awesome part of it. Sometimes we just need the outside validation, you know, sometimes we yeah. just need it. I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but it's shining a light on your strengths. And I'll tell you, girl, like there are not enough people who can write and you stand out very quickly in this space. You can like be trustworthy and whip out some show notes that don't suck. You know what I mean? Like uh -huh. there are not enough people who'll do it. I meet way too many people who are like, I don't write. And it's okay. If you know, it's not your thing, you don't need to go out and charge like a copywriter. You don't need to build your business on that. But if you can add in these other things and feel confident about it, you become that indispensable unicorn that I talk so much about. And I know you're the essence of it. So this has been so fun chatting with you. Do you have any advice for anyone who's thinking about the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School, wondering if they can do it? Like, what would you say to them? I would just say to play with possibility. 
just take a step forward, do it, talk to people, help them out. Like I did, or I just like fell into my first client and don't overthink it. We get so like, we sabotage ourselves so bad overthinking things. And when I was a new business owner and I was like, oh, I've heard of VAs, yeah, 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 whatever. You shut that door on that possibility in your life. And you just kind of like, I already know what that is. When you open your mind to like, I wonder why I love listening to this podcast. I wonder why I love hearing about all this digital stuff. I wonder like, what is so exciting to me? And just lean into that wonderment and just explore it. And you don't have to like, quit your day job. You don't have to nothing else, especially because this is so easy to implement alongside things. I will tell you with nails, I am in freaking love with the fact that if a client's running late, cool, I'm making $30 an hour while they're, <laughs> while they're running late. If a client cancels, whatever, if I, I can stack my days so that there's big gaps so that I can do my VA work and I'm a happy camper and I'm not as stressed out packing all my nail appointments. Oh my God, it's worth it to be in my office. So it doesn't have to look any certain kind of way and just play with it. Just move forward because listen to that spark in your heart. That's leaning you towards it. Oh my gosh. That was so good. I have to tell you one of the reasons I love Pinterest work for clients is I do it while watching TV. <laughs> like I literally, I make money while watching TV. Cause it's not, you know, I have the strategy figured out at that point. It's like, kind of, you know, making my graphics, you know, doing my SEO for it. And I can do it while I watch TV. I'm like, is this not the greatest thing? I mean, not all of my work is like that. Some of it's like deep brain work too, but I feel guilty saying that. Okay. I'm going to put you on the spot here. You told me uh, a number and I didn't write it down in front of me, but I think you told me you made back the price of your enrollment in UDMA in the course. What was that number? I don't know now, but I know that like right around the same time that I finished up the course, I had made like year to date, I'd made $3,000 in received to me because I was doing digital marketing assisting. And I, it kind of blew my mind. I was like, that was my goal. You had this awesome form for us to fill out when we were starting. And I was like breaking down my goals, you know, dreaming as big as I could. And I was like, you know, it'd be great. And I didn't even know I got it until like, I looked back. I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. You said it very like, oh God, I almost like missed this huge monumental number. That was my big goal. And I hit my 3000 and that's a big deal. And it's only from here because now you're charging double. (laughs) And now I'm like, that's another good plug for just starting working. Like before you think you're ready, like just go because you'll start to have that extra money coming in. (laughs) Yeah. And I have to say, and I don't know how to say this eloquently, a lot of people see the price of a course and it turns them off. But when you share a number like this and it shows them that, yes, like we can come make the money back. Right. Yeah. Oh, and it's exponential because I'll tell you something. The first month, it was like $200 that I made. And I was so freaking excited about that. And it was just $200 I made that month. And the next month, I think it was like, two, a little higher 200, but then it was three and then it was five. And then it was 1,245. Like I was like, oh my gosh. Cause that number was like, kind of like one, two, three, four. And I was looking at that month, like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> and it just keeps going. And the possibilities of the clients that I have now and the work that I'm like 
contracted to do now. And moving forward, I can just see me getting to my $5,000 goal that I had put in that form. I'm like, it's exactly on the timing that I wanted it to be because that was my goal. It doesn't happen overnight, but you are absolutely working toward it. And that is just amazing. Again, I'm like, I'm so proud of you, Drea. <laughs> Thank you, teacher. <laughs> okay. So where can, yeah, you're welcome. Where can people connect with you? Um, I would totally want you to plug your podcast because I know someone oh. listening knows somebody. And I think you're that's so such a cool thing. Yes. Yeah, so my podcast is Nail Tech Entrepreneur. And you can find me. I'm building my digital marketing Instagram. Good, <laughs> good. What is that? New, but it's Andrea.digitalcocreative. I'm big into creativity in my nail art and stuff. And I just know that like creating with each other with my clients is just my brand. Like it's oh tell me. So I'm working on that. Okay, awesome. We're gonna link to everything in the show notes. And then you can also connect with us over in the free Facebook group. Drea's over there, I'm over there, and we'll catch you there. All right, thanks for joining us. Thanks. Oh my gosh, so good. Thank you for joining here today. If you really loved this episode, I encourage you to check out other student stories and freelancer stories here on the podcast. I'd love it if you took a screenshot and tagged me, left a review, tagged Drea. Let us know that this helped you. She did something super scary by coming on here and sharing her story and Not everyone can do this. I'm just so proud of her. And it's so fun to see somebody like her who's multi-passionate, multifaceted, well-rounded, be able to put her skills to use and benefit her family, not only in the money she's made, but the time and the presence that she's able to bring back to her family and be with her kids. She said, Drea said she was very stuck on what kind of business idea to fully commit to. And after this episode, I feel like you should have permission to play. She said it best, permission to play. All right, join me next week. We're going to be talking to another fellow unicorn who has a different niche, a different story about quitting her nine to five and how she did it. It's going to be really, really good. And if you're here listening, just know that we're going to have our pricing webinar is coming back. You can sign up for that here in the show notes. And we also have a How to Become a Virtual Assistant info session coming up September 29th. You can sign up for that too in the show notes. Thanks for joining me. If you want to start earning income as a digital marketing service provider or digital marketing assistant, you only need your laptop. You can tap into what online business owners really need help with by downloading my top 10 most requested tasks. These are the services I did for years for my clients behind the scenes. You can take this download and apply it to your own business and start by offering these very same services. If you want to niche down in digital marketing, this is your guide. Just use the link in the show notes or go to emilyreaganpr.com slash services. Once you get over the like,